Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Coming back at you today, we're going to be talking about... The telephone. The telephone? Yeah. And other kinds of things that are similar to the phone, like the cell phone. Okay. I was going to say, I don't... Anything that you could use when you want to talk to somebody who's somewhere else. I don't have a regular telephone as they used to exist. Actually, uh... Do you remember when we bought one, but it was just for decoration? Yes. I think it's in the garage. I think the the handset has been off the cradle for years. <laughs> I sometimes feel like I should have a landline just for, like, emergencies. Yeah, but it would just ring. People would just call all the time if, if you had one. What if we never told anyone our phone number? They would still call it because it's still a combination of numbers. They would still we'd be... we keep the ringer off. But then if there's a murderer in the house, he's blocking my cell phone or he took my purse already, what am I going to do? You're probably not there seeing as I'm fending off an attacker by myself. I'm stuck with the murderer who has my phone. If I was standing next to the landline, I could just pick it up and be like, now who's boss? <laughs> now who's boss, the murderer? <laughs> So in that one edge case, I agree that a landline would work. I also have been concerned before about, like, if I needed to call the ambulance and, like, I passed out or something. I feel like they would be able to trace a landline call easier than one where they had to triangulate it with the cell phone tower. Yeah, but they would also know it would be trivial for them to know your home address if they didn't know where you were and you're like, ah. Yeah. The thing is, with the murder, is that... (laughs) It's a probabilistic thing. Like, nobody who's around here has ever been murdered. Nobody who's still alive has ever been murdered. We have a zero (laughs) in the set of all alive people, which includes us. Mm -hmm. There's been a 0% murder rate. Murder is not, like, funny or cool. I'm just saying that it's very easy to say, well, you know, I've walked through the jungle many times, and I've never been eaten by a tiger, so therefore I'm impervious to tigers. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when when the murderer shows up and I don't have a landline, I'm going to write my blood and I'm going to write on the wall and be like, I wish I had a landline. I told you. (laughs) Well, you have, I think you're back. I think you're back. (laughs) Number one, you have a stylus, like a Nintendo DS stylus, so you wouldn't have to use your finger. So that would make it... (laughs) That would make it easier to write well, near. It's like squishier, though. It's... It would. You could write near any anyway. You could write in your own blood a lot more cleanly if you didn't use your finger. I'm just saying. Number two, consider your laptop computer to be a version of landline. So you would hop on, and people would be like, "Check out this guy." This guy, I found this guy, and he said stuff that's dumb. And then you could tweet, and you could be like, hey, tweeps. They hey. would not be able to send the ambulance to my house. <laughs> you could log on and say, hey, tweeps, being hashtag murdered here. Anybody have any hashtag tips or want to call the hashtag ambulance for me? So that's my only, my, my only thing with landlines. Obviously, I haven't gotten murdered yet. I haven't had a landline for fucking ever. 10 or 15 years. We had a fake landline. We had, because you were having landline anxiety. (laughs) 
and we had a fake landline, but it was somehow connected through the cable modem. And like anytime you picked it up, it sounded like cyberspace. It was like hissing or buzzing or something. That was that one where we put it and then we had the telephone. We put it like up in the corner of a hallway. But so like if you heard the phone ring, it's like great. I don't remember that at all. I believe you, but also I forget stuff sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, it happens. It happens. Well, so what did you want to talk about? <laughs> I, I know you I said just, telephone. I thought you were going somewhere with it. <laughs> Where are you going? I was just trying to have a nice, uh, relaxed, uh, uh, organic conversation like we were doing. And then I was going to lay some real telephone facts on you. Hit me with the telephone fact. <laughs> the definition of a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> Webster's Dictionary <laughs> defines a telephone. A telephone is a, te- a telecommunications device that permits two or more users to conduct a conversation when they are too far apart to be heard directly. That's a very flexible definition. I like that. And it doesn't specify that it has to be electronic. Technically, according to that, you know those things you shout in at the playground where it's like a cone? Mm-hmm. And you go in one end, your kid goes another end, you go, ah, can you hear me? And she goes, yeah, I can can hear you, but I can't hear you through the cone. I can hear you because you're 11 feet away. (laughs) (laughs) So that would technically be a telephone. Mm -hmm. Like the cans with the strings. So, okay, so a telephone converts sound, typically and most efficiently the human voice, into electronic signals that are transmitted via cables and other communication channels to another telephone, which reproduces the sound. Right. So maybe it implies that it does need a little bit of electricity. Yeah, not a lot. So landlines used to, landlines carried a low voltage. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, fucking around with the telephone was like one of the fun things you could do, right? Yeah, of course. Because there was TV. That was one way. Couldn't talk back to those motherfuckers. Put a magnet on it, everybody gets mad, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, there's basically nothing to do with TV that wasn't ruining the TV. Getting on the telephone and fucking around. I remember when I was a kid, I used to get on there and call random numbers. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was always this trope in media, the idea that, oh, you'd call long distance or you'd call someplace foreign. But I would never do that. I was like, if I stop at seven digits, it's just going to assume that I mean a local number. doesn't cost any money. Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. Right? So I used to just call people and be like, hey. And it'd invariably be some old person. They'd be like, hello. And I'd be like, how's it going? <laughs> And this was just very open-ended. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody even talked to me. Telephones had this very low voltage on them, right? Uh-huh. Even if your power went out in your house, a landline would still work, right? Yeah, of course. I remember being a little kid and there being a storm and the power going out and then like calling my grandmother to bitch at her because we weren't going to have dinner until later because the power was out. <laughs> yeah. And so you sat there in the dark and... Mm-hmm. You were like, this. About it. I'm going to starve to death. Don't you understand? She should be cooking dinner right now, but she's not. <laughs> I so was doing were, the telephone finger hand thing. You were putting your mom on blast. Yeah, I was. And she couldn't, your mom. She had no control over it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, 
I was seriously probably like four. So the thing is with the original landline telephones, you would have this constant low voltage. It'd be like five or 10 volts, something like that, right? The way that they would ring, it would provide voltage and then the phone would modulate the voltage Mm -hmm. going back. So it would supply the phone with power. Mm -hmm. Well, when the phone rang, because telephones were just originally these clunky mechanical devices, in going back before touch tones, telephones had these dials on them, and you would move the dial around, and it would go click, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And this was called pulse dialing. So if you were to dial a nine, you would move, you would stick your finger in the hole and move the dial all the way around, and you would let it go, and the spring would return, and it would click the line nine times. And the switchboard at the telephone company would say, okay, he dialed the nine. (laughs) And then you'd be like four and they'd be like okay nine four okay let's see where this is going (laughs) (laughs) so then they would there was this whole electromechanical thing because they had these relays which are like little springs and magnets that kind of switch things around so it was this huge clunking clicking machinery at you know the central office which is like a little shack in your neighborhood and that would route the call through the hubs or whatever and this was before touchstone so it was this very clunky mechanical system and when the phone line would ring though it would shoot 90 volts down the phone line and so this meant that when i was a kid and i had bare phone lines that were connected to our house and the phone rang i got shocked multiple times <laughs> Because I would have, like, access directly to the phone lines and, like, the little terminals, the little electronic terminals, and I'd be, like, wiring stuff into them. But I've gotten shocked multiple times. It basically feels like sticking your thumb in a light socket that's turned on. But it was alternating current because that's what would make the bells go back and forth. Because if it was direct current, it would ring the bell once. Mm -hmm. But it, it was an alternating current, so it would actually make the bell ring like pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And it would be a physical bell in these old phones. The standard still persists if you get a landline. If you get an actual landline, it still works like that. But isn't there something kind of cool about it? I think there's something kind of cool about it. There's something now in 2019. It didn't seem this way when we were kids, but there's something very present about it that you don't get with the totally abstract nature of digital telephony. Mm-hmm. So Alexander Graham Bell was the first dude who had a patent for a device that produced clearly intelligible replication of the human voice. And so he has the, the one patent. He was the first one to get a patent that was defendable. And that's what they named Bell after, Mm -hmm. the Bell system. His boy was in the other room, and he beeped in, and he said, Watson, turn around, let me see that thing. (laughs) That's what, and then when he turned around, he knew. I don't think that's what he said, but yeah. (laughs) So the first telephones were directly connected to each other from one person's phone to the person they wanted to call. And so you would have a phone that worked like connecting point A to point B. And obviously it's impractical and as soon as people started getting phones like regularly it was like it was obviously it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so then they 
that's when they went to using the switchboards. Okay. Did you ever hear about the fence phone? What is that? A long time ago, farmers used to use this, and I don't have a date for it because I failed to research it, but there was a system where farmers, they would telephone each other, but they didn't have actual telephone service. So what they would do is they would all get telephones. All of their fences would be connected to each other, right? Mm -hmm. Because they had barbed wire. So they all their barbed wire was hooked up, so it was like conducting electricity, right? And so they would hook their phones to it, and you could go down to the fence, and you could clamp your phone on or whatever, and you could pick it up. And if anybody else was listening, you could be like, hey, Bart. <laughs> <laughs> and if Bart was there, he'd be like, yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was fence phone. That was real. They used it. And then... Uh, Did people just leave their phones hooked to the fence? Because what use would that be? Because someone would have to be standing next to their fence and coincidentally be like, I want to I want to get a call right now. No, but they would because the thing is, if you're a farmer, there are times when you got to be farming, right? Mm-hmm. You got to push an ox and you got to plow and you have to seed and you have to do corn and stuff. But there's lots of downtime also. For a lot of farmers. So I think some of them were like, I'm going to hang out here because the fence goes all the way up to the barn. I'm going to hang out at the barn and I'm going to talk shit. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like the first Twitter. It was like the shit talking network. It's like, hey, is Cody here? And then Cody wouldn't answer. And then you'd be like, Cody's a bitch. <laughs> yes, Cody is a bitch. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm working at an advantage here because I have a file called cowboynames.txt. Mm-hmm. I save good cowboy names in it. I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Earl. Earl. That's a good one, though. Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole list. Bronco. Brody. Oh, Brody's a... <laughs> update my file here yeah that first patent that alexander graham bell filed was the master patent of the telephone and that is what they used for all telephone devices and features related to the telephone after that so he pretty much just created like the standard mm-hmm. for telephones and then that's just what we used from mm-hmm. that point forward the title of his uh patent that he submitted was called improvement in telegraphy okay so he thought he was just creating telegraph 2.0 and it turned out it was a whole different thing it was phones instead of that (laughs) did you know that um when they first started making phones they ranked the wiring inside the phone based on how much mice and rats like to eat it no but that makes sense What did they make wiring out of back then? They must have eventually... Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) They they must have eventually settled on plastic that mice don't like. Yeah, no peanut butter. (laughs) Otherwise, we would have never gotten this far, right? When they invented phones, it was like 1876 when the first call went out. And between 1876 and 1915, 11 million people got phones. That's kind of a lot, though, right? Yeah, I, that was a very lot, yeah. That was, the, that was the first way that people who were remotely located from each other could talk to each other mm-hmm. in real time. 
I imagine it was like very, that's like a must have item, I think. Well, and you know, for all of everybody's feelings now of being too connected, and uh, I know, Natalie, you probably feel the same way I do, which is that if your phone rings, the first thing you think is, what the fuck? What the fuck you want? What do you? <laughs> yeah, and like half the time you're like, who's calling me from like Greenfield, New York or something? There's some fucking place. And you pick it up and it's like, hey, it's Nancy from Visa MasterCard. Shut and- the fuck up, Nancy. <laughs> you're like, Those are two different companies, first of all. <laughs> and I don't have either of them. If you believe Cody's a bitch, (laughs) stay on the line. When people first got phones and you could not talk to people remotely at a distance, it would have been really fucking exciting if your phone rang. Yeah. Because you'd be like, swag. You go pick it up and it'd be like, it's Uncle Brody. You'd be like, Brody. (laughs) What the fuck? What's up, dude? Hey, Mom, Brody's on the phone. Yeah, everybody would circle the wagons around. Everybody would write, and then they would probably pass the phone, and they'd be like, I can't believe I can talk to you. You're all the way in western Colorado. And he'd be like, I know. I I know. Can you believe it, that you're in eastern Colorado? (laughs) (laughs) You know that really long-distance calls calls were probably expensive as fuck back then. They probably were. They were probably like... A dollar or something, which is like, yeah, back then that was a real amount of money. Yeah, I remember when long distance calls were so expensive that it was always like, whenever you had to be on one, it was like, all right, let's get out of here. Come on, let's go. Like, as quick as possible, we'll hang it up. Hey, what's up? You coming up? Okay, what day, what time? All right, I got it. I wrote it down. You're coming up June 24th at 2 p.m. Okay, see you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Do you have to pay for long distance calls now? See, I don't even know because I don't talk on the, I'm not going to like call somebody. Yeah. I think pretty much the only people that will call and talk to each other on the phone are like probably not long distance. And then if people are like making international calls or whatever, they'll be like, just get me on Skype because Skype is always free, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that most cell phone plans have nationwide calls that are like they're included in your plan yeah and it even i'm i'm thinking about it and it seems like super antiquated to be like oh i'm running out of minutes <laughs> i've only got a certain number of minutes on my wireless plan i remember like when i first got a cell phone i had like something like a hundred minutes or something it was like 200 minutes a month. And I was like, whoa, that's a lot of minutes. <laughs> right, and that was included. Mm-hmm. And it was probably like $30 or something. I don't know. I think it was a burner. I think my first cell phone was a burner. Was it? Yeah. I remember uh, you made me get a cell phone. Finally, I was a holdout. But I not, th- like, not... I got one because I had a job that was like kind of far from my house. I was always paranoid because I worked really far from home and my car was a piece of shit. Yeah. And that is what prompted me to get a cell phone because I'm like, when I get stuck on 71... Oh, you got track phone or something, didn't yeah, you? It was the yeah. one where you would have to go and get a card mm-hmm. and, and like call in and type in the card number or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People still buy those, though, I think. They're good when you need a throwaway phone number. And... <laughs> <laughs> 
We need burner phones. Yeah, just, uh... <laughs> when your burner phone rings, you know it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's. I guess that's the answer to who would pick up. It's if you get a, a special secret phone only for clandestine operations, then you do pick that up. You pick that one up when it rings, right? Yeah. What's going down? Let's find out. <laughs> the danger phone. <laughs> uh, hit me on my normal line. Ain't nothing going to happen. You know what? You know what I started doing and my dentist used to get real pissed. He retired. He's cool, but uh, he used to get real pissed. He'd be like, your voicemail's not set up. And I'd be like, I know. And he's like, I tried to leave you a message. I was like, well, we're talking now. I called you back. <laughs> so vo- there's no there's no need for voicemail. I will see if it's somebody that I need to talk to. I'll see that you call. I'll call you back, and we'll keep calling each other until we're both talking, right? Yeah. Voicemail is just, there's no need for voicemail. Text me. I wish that on every single thing you ever filled out in your whole life, there was a box where you can just click it or check it off, and it just says, "Just text me." Instead of calling me, don't call me. I don't want to. I don't want to hear your voice. Yeah, you know, and I think the problem is that every step of everything is so inundated with human contact, where it's fine. I like going and getting out, going to the park, and going and walking around, going to places. Seeing people I know, seeing people I don't know. I enjoy it very much. But the barrage of messages and calls and stuff from people who don't really need to be calling me and stuff, it's like, right? Mm -hmm. It's just constant. And then it's right there. It's very, the physical presence of it was a novelty in 1895. Mm -hmm. The phone rings and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ. Finally, I've been sitting here all day, like I have no air conditioning, I'm very warm, you pick up the phone, finally, another person to talk to, because you would be all alone, Mm -hmm. right? Now, everybody, you go to the mall now, they put little booths in the middle of the store, and then there's guys that work at the booths that step out from the booth and try to touch you, and you have to, like, physically dodge them. (laughs) It's like... Like, can you just let me breathe? I'm glad they stopped doing that thing that they would do when they would just spray perfume on you everywhere. Remember when they would do that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I fucking clock somebody. Wreck them. Spray that shit on me. When Alexander Graham Bell died in 1922, all of the telephones, they made him so they did not ring for a full minute. They made him so they didn't ring. Yes, as a... As, as, uh, so that's the opposite of the lawnmower man. Mm-hmm. You remember when he got into the system and he's like, <laughs> and he was in cyberspace and then all the phones rang? Yeah. It was the opposite of that. Yeah. That's what they did for memorial for Alexander Graham Bell when he died. Did you know the year of the first phone call was also the year when they invented Heinz ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that, but I know it now. <laughs> I thought you might want to know that if you didn't know it already. And since we are in telephone college right now, <laughs> getting our master's in telephone facts, I thought you might like to know that. That's wild. What year was the first telephone call? 1876. Wow. I said okay. that already. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, you know, but just in case other people, that's not me. Forgot that number. Oh, we're just doing a recap real briefly. The first transatlantic telephone cable was switched on or whatever the fuck they do with those. (laughs) 
1956. Really? <laughs> so you couldn't call England before that? I guess not. Transatlantic, because we were not even going to the moon yet. 1956, right? Mm-hmm. People out there riding bikes with no helmets, driving around those Chevys with the tail fins on them. No seatbelts. No seatbelts. Zero seatbelts. That's right. <laughs> so what else do we want to know about phones today? According to a recent survey, 47% of all water-damaged mobile phones were dropped in the toilet. Oh, my God. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because it's right there, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't take it out of your pocket when you sit on the toilet, which is a big mistake, if you've got it, read it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, what is it they say with weed? Like uh, if you got it in your pocket, put it in your locket. There's a saying with weed. If you're holding it, then you better be bowling it. <laughs> Anyway, can't remember that. There's a slogan. But if you're in there, if you're in there on the toilet and you've got your phone with you and you leave it in your pocket and then you stand up and your phone plops, then that's on you. I don't think I bring my phone into the bathroom with me. But I read the cell phones in Japan are all waterproof because everyone like uses their phone in the shower. So <laughs> So which came first there? Did they, would they just not put it down there like, yo, (laughs) you have to fix my phone and it doesn't work. And they'd be like, did you shower with it? And they'd be like, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, what the fuck am I going to do in there? That's one place I do not take my phone, Mm -hmm. by the way. I don't take my phone in the shower. The phone is supposed to be waterproof, but I don't trust it. Do you trust it? If my hands are damp. I will, I will use my phone. Right. That's about, that's about it. But apparently a lot of people are down with it. 9% of people use their phones while they're fucking. Uh, what? <laughs> 9% of people <laughs> use their phones when they're fucking. So <laughs> make a list of 11 of your friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then one of them, on average, statistically, uses their phone while they're having sex. I bet it's Kyle from Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Natalie. Yeah. I I think you just revealed the great sadness that that if you were to list 11 of your friends... That a, the character from Animal Crossing would be on the list. We established in the last episode or the episode before. Kyle's pretty high up there on my list. <laughs> I was just trying to bring it back to that so- other fact. Did like a like a little secret review. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the logistics. I because like the thing the they're thing, not good at fucking. Then that's my I, opinion. Or maybe they're you know what? Maybe they're really good. Maybe they went to fuck college and they're really good at it. And they, I just cracked it. They are using their cell phones to film themselves fucking. That is probably what they're doing. I didn't think that counted. They said use their phones. They didn't say they took calls. 
Okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I thought, I thought like, checking out the weather. I thought they would be texting somebody else. Yeah, texting somebody, like... Or maybe they'd be texting the person they're fucking while they're fucking up. Like, W-Y-D... Or yeah, or or texting their partner and being like, "Law, guess what I'm doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if they're yeah, if they're using it to if they're using their phone as part of their sex they're having, then sure that makes sense. Catching Pokémon. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever does it for you. They, they, 12% of people use their phones in the shower. So slightly more people than people who use their phones while they're fucking. Okay. Okay. I barely, I mean, I use my phone to text people when I'm out. I use it for lists when I go places. I use it to take pictures. Well, I think not, I think a lot of people don't have laptops. So people just use their phone for all their computer stuff. You can do most of your computer stuff. If you're not doing, like, specialized, high-level internet shit, you can just beep around on your phone and get your stuff done, right? Yeah. I don't like feeling like I have to uh, answer to anybody. And so, like... I have, like, I'm not sure what the word is. Like, I have very oppositional feelings towards the phone. Like, watch me pick you up. You mean when people call? Or anything happens on it at all. If you were in 1980 and you're like, everybody has phones, they'd be like, duh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And you'd be like, no way. They have phones that go in their pocket. and Everybody has one. And then they'd be like, well... How do they plug in then? And then you'd be like, they're wireless. And then they'd be like, cool. And you'd be like, but there's base towers. They installed radio towers all across the earth. And so you can use the phone wherever you go. And then they're like, rad. <laughs> that's a that's kick butt. That's and then radical. you'd be like, but, but we never call or receive calls on them. And if somebody calls, we say, deny. <laughs> We click the red button like, fuck you. Do not accept. Side button on the phone. Turn it off. And you can touch the screen of the phone. They're like, well, wow. What do you use that for? And you're like, well, we live in a futuristic hellscape where abortion is becoming illegal and the right wing is taking over the universe and turning people into forced birth baby machines. And we can beep on there and say, don't like it. Do not like. Do not like. <laughs> and then we can put a pic of a dog and we can write, do not like on it. <laughs> but we definitely don't fucking pick up when people call. <laughs> no, no. I like using my phone for taking pictures. That is like most frequent reason I reach for my phone. Yeah, I will take pictures and then I'll either text them to people or I'll use them for something. Or I'll take the photo and I'll, like, tweet it mm-hmm. or something, right? Yeah. You're yeah. right. I like to kick asses. Beep. <laughs> yeah, ba- yeah, basically. <laughs> I also use my phone in the car to put the music on the, on the car. I was a bit stubborn about putting music on my phone. I was like, I don't need it on my phone. Yeah. But then I realized that that's what all the storage is for, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You, you st- <laughs> now Natalie got Natalie got an iPhone when they came out. I did when they took pictures that were that looked like 
Do you remember those cameras where you would take a picture and it would save it on a floppy disk? <laughs> the pictures were like about as good as that. And you got one of those and that was your phone. You're like, fuck yeah. This whoops ass. And you didn't put music on it until like late last year. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what am I going to use? It took getting a car with the with the USB jack in it. Because you know what, you were like, what am I going to use my iPod for now? Genius. Is <laughs> that <laughs> my iPod's worthless? Is that <laughs> is that what you're saying? I was updating my iPod seriously until like mid 2018. <laughs> She she had a one of those cables on it that was like one of those big chunky iPod one connectors. <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't the real huge one, it was like the next level huge one. It was like the second hugest one. And if I'm not mistaken, it also had engraving in the back that was that Bubba Sparks song. You engraved it? What did it say? It was like it was like the lyrics to Miss New Booty. <laughs> I got all my tunes on this. <laughs> And so I didn't... Why do I have to copy it to my telephone? (laughs) This is fine! (laughs) So, yeah, that's my... And then, so, I think I got a regular USB cable in in a car. And that is what... I was like, well, I get that. that I started charging my phone in the car. And I was like, wait a minute! (laughs) This does that thing on the car. And then my music... Okay. And that's the story of when I started putting music on my phone. And it turns out that's what you use all the storage for. Because before that, you had like three different iPhones that were all empty. (laughs) (laughs) These would be... Or all those phone calls I was making on it. (laughs) Boy, these would be a lot cheaper if they didn't give you all this empty space you don't need. (laughs) I guess some people are like storing their work on it. Ah, so, um, did you know that an average person unlocks his or her smartphone 110 times each day? People love it. That seems excessive. Unlocks it. Mm -hmm. So that's like five times an hour, but that's like 24 hours. What? That's really like 10 times an hour for the amount you'd be using it, right? Mm -hmm. I guess it goes to sleep or you have to put it away at work or something, right? Yeah. Is that the idea? I don't know. But people love looking at their phones. They can't get enough of it. Check it out. Look at it. Oh, right. I for- oh, look at it again. Well, I can't, I can't blame them, but every time I see somebody looking at their phone in public, they're either on Instagram, and every time I see somebody in public and they're on Instagram, it's like they just scroll through it and it's just pictures and stuff, and I don't even see how they can look at the pictures because they go so fast. They may be your fast lookers. The last time I saw somebody using Twitter, it was a guy, but I think he was a horny Twitter guy because he was kind of trying to hide his phone. I could tell he was on Twitter just because of like the layout and I was going to find his at because I was at the casino. Mm -hmm. So there's this guy at the table. So I'm like trying to snoop on him and see his at name, but he's scrolling and all his scrolls are like girls. I think he was a horny Twitter yeah. guy, but I was gonna I was gonna send him an app message and be like, "What's up? You getting any good hands, bro?" <laughs> but like, yeah, it never never materialized. That would probably be a bad call. 
Yeah, and he would be like, I am... I don't know who this person is who's texting me, but they're not supposed to be on my horny Twitter account. <laughs> Get off my horny Twitter. It was his alt. <laughs> Did you know that the iPhone has higher sales than everything Microsoft has on offer? Makes sense. You know, don't want to retread ancient history, but back in the day, everybody was like, Microsoft just ripped off Apple. Right, And then Bill Gates gave a bunch of money and tried to be good. And Steve Jobs never gave any of his money to anybody and then and then died. Now the iPhone is bad because Steve Jobs was evil, but he was good at making iPhone. It's like a whole situation. <laughs> I'm not going to buy a Microsoft because what am I going to do with that? I'm going to plug it into my Surface? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how any of that shit works. Yeah, I don't know how any of that stuff works. I don't even have any of the cords or anything. 99% of all mobile malware is targeted at Android users. Okay, I'd believe it. So that seems like a phone that would get junk on it all the time. Huh? We should get an Android and just see what kind of viruses we could get on it. <laughs> Because it's not it, it's not that that we particularly like Apple. I don't particularly like the hardware or software or anything. It's all just like acceptable. It is it's just what I have to use because it's the only thing I know how to do. But I think we should go to Walgreens and I think we should get Android and I think we should just beep around on it and see what kind of malware we get and like what <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. like see what it would do because we wouldn't put anything on the Android. Yeah. We could go, what we would do is we would get on the Android and we would go to like Rapid Fire or whatever and we try to download like Game of Thrones torrents and then we would like <laughs> see what would, we'd see what would happen. See how long the Android would last. Apple sells or they sold in the past tense 340,000 iPhones per day in 2012. In 2012. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of them. That was a, that was a different year though. You remember that year? Nope. <laughs> so most people who are on the phone on their phones all the time are on social media yeah sure ring ring did you know that 27 percent of upstream web traffic on smartphones is people uploading photos and videos to facebook just to facebook mm -hmm. i would believe it I would believe it because, you know, actually people our age do use Facebook. And you know how I know this is because Bauhaus went back out on tour, an old goth band yes. from the 80s, basically, right? Mm -hmm. uh, they went back out on tour. You know, I don't go to shows a lot, but, you know, if you go to shows and you see people on their phone, they're texting or they're on Twitter or they're on Instagram, mm -hmm. right? Or they're on something else that's like the screen is all kind of colors. I don't even know what fucking app that is. So it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some, it's some other shit. Some that's, kind of specialty app for weirdos. It, no, it's some... <laughs> It's some kind of shit, yeah. It's some kind of shit for, like, adolescents that, like, I don't have any business using, mm -hmm. right? Because I don't need to talk to adolescents. We were at this Bauhaus show, and almost everybody there was, like, our age or, like, 10 years older, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, like, dudes in homemade skinny puppy leather jackets, like, total throwback. Like, this is the shit you would see if you went to shows, like, a million years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It was dark, and during the opening act... Like, the opening act sucked, and so everybody was on their phone. You know what they were doing? They were on Facebook. Yeah. That's, like, the youngest generational cohort that still really uses Facebook is, like, 40-plus. Yeah. 
Do you want to do a tiny little quiz? I would. It's a pretty cool quiz. I think you'll like it. I would love to do the smallest quiz possible. (laughs) Just fire it off or just hit it again and tell me I lost. (laughs) It's time for this quiz. You have to take it. All right. Okay, there are four things that you would need to build a phone. Tell me what those are. Four things you would need to build a phone. Mm-hmm. You need a microphone. You need a speaker. You need... So you need either a pulse generator. Now, you can do this yourself by clicking a switch. An open-closed switch. Essentially, when you'd hang up the phone, it would open a switch. Mm-hmm. And when you would pick the handset up, it would close a switch. So you need a switch. <laughs> it's not on the list. <laughs> it sounded like a really good answer, though. So I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> and then, and the other thing you would need, assuming that you've got all the wires to hook it together to the phone line, you would need... Either a, a tone generator or a pulse generator to dial. That's no, not list either. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the essential elements of a telephone: microphone, earphone. Uh, so I said that says dial or keypad. I said that. That's okay. what I said. Was okay. a tone dial? I gave it to I you. I said it, and then a <laughs> ringer. I missed the ringer. Yeah. That's true. Yes, you did pretty good. You got to see. Thanks. You're my C student. <laughs> Get a C in college and you graduate. You still graduated. Garbage Brain University. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is going to make me sound like the biggest nerd, but at one point I built my own telephone. Well. Because, well, it was like a long, it was a long story. My mom got really mad at me, uh, She's awesome, but she she got mad at me because I was cussing on the telephone. And so she told me I couldn't talk on the telephone, so I built my own, but I put it in, like, a plastic box so it didn't look like a telephone. And then you talk to people on that? Yeah, yeah. How, did you just jack it into the wall or something? Well, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's why I said I, I had access to the phone terminal, so it didn't even have a phone jack on it. It had wires, so I just put them on there, like, with a screwdriver. And then it just looked like some old piece of shit. It looked like an old plastic box from Radio Shack. Because that's what it was. So you're like, you're like MacGyver. Not, no, not even MacGyver. Just like Mr. Guyver. <laughs> <laughs> Who were you talking to? <laughs> well, <laughs> I had a bunch of cyberpunk friends. Because I, like, <laughs> I was like 14. But I had a bunch of cool. cyber... <laughs> It was very, it was, it was very cool at the time. We, we all read Mondo 2000 magazine uh-huh. and my friends that had more permissive parents wore fingerless leather gloves all the time. They were like Keanu in the matrix, but like before that even came out. Wow. No, you say, wow. Like I'm, I'm not fucking trying to impress you. I'm painting a picture. I didn't say it was cool. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you about my life. I know. Go on. That's all. That's all. No, you that's calling it. them. Yeah, or they like, would. Hey, guys, I made this phone. 
Or they would call me and we would talk about cool stuff. Ring, ring. Hey, guys. I'm talking to you on this phone I made. We would talk about cool stuff or hacker stuff. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) I like that ministry album. That was pretty cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure we were all into ministry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I was in the ministry. I know for sure. I I was not. That's fine, though. It takes all time. That's that's like computer hacker music. Yeah, it's not me. Did you know that the Nokia 1100 is the most popular electronic of all time? Really? Like more than Nintendo's or anything else? Mm-hmm. More than... Uh, how many has it sold? 250 million. Jesus Christ. Nokia 1100s. That's that little brick phone. Yeah. That's that little... Yeah. I had one of those. I liked it. I had I had one of those. That was one where you could legitimately text when you were driving. Because you wouldn't I have to look it. at it because you would be like 44666 or whatever, right? Yes. I used to be so good and so fast at that. I loved it. I would do it all day. Yeah, now in, now in retrospect, it was not as fast as watching what you were doing. <laughs> in using a keyboard, and it didn't have emojis, so you couldn't be like, what are you doing? And sometimes you would be like, what are you doing? And you could be like, strong arm, flexing bicep muscle emoji. Nothing, are you getting strong? What's up? You'd be like, yeah, or you could be like, W-Y-D, and then you'd put the purple horny devil, and it's like, eh. <laughs> so you couldn't, you could, you would have to manually type out, like, one one seven 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 eight nine nine. like, I am horny <laughs> on Nokia. <laughs> but you could, you can feel the buttons. Yes, you can. And so you could, you can't do that on the phone, on the iPhones. So you didn't have to look to text back. You just read it, and then you didn't have to look at it anymore. So that's basically only optimal if you're driving. I would do that all the time. But I didn't text as much back then because you had to pay for all of them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't it used to cost like 10 or 20 cents or something? I don't remember how much it used to cost, but it was enough that I was like, don't text if you don't have to. Right, or pack everything into the single text, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And then you get a text and it would be like, one of two. <laughs> 61% of Americans say that they text while driving, speaking of that. that I mean, that sounds that sounds right. I, I walk a lot. I walk everywhere. And, you know, whenever I'm at an intersection or I'm, I'm seeing cars drive by, it's like everybody's looking at their phone. Especially... You know when the worst time for it is? Is like 4.30, 5 o'clock p.m. Because everybody is getting off work and they're done and they're like texting their whole way home. That's got to be the worst time of day. Yeah. That's like when you die, if you're under 40, the most probable way you're going to die is in a car accident. And it will probably happen between 4 and 5 p.m. Because that's when everybody's driving and texting. Mm -hmm. My favorite is... When a car has a bumper sticker and it says, don't text and drive, it's already illegal. Like, if the cops giving me tickets and me crashing and dying aren't going to stop me from texting and driving, your fucking little scolding bumper sticker is not going to. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm already on team your bumper sticker or I'm not. 
Which, by the way, I'm not. I'm not a text and driver. No, I. If I get a text while I am driving, I will never initiate a text if I am driving. If I receive a text while I am driving, I will wait until I get to a stoplight before I read it. And then if it needs to get answered before I get to where I'm going, then I will not reply until I get to one of those lights that takes a long time. If the car stopped, right, I feel like that's fair game. And you know what? I think that nobody is going to admit to texting while they're driving. I think an absolute minority of people, you said 61% of people, Mm -hmm. text and drive. I bet the majority of those people would not admit it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like they know that it's supposed to be bad. Did you know 80% of the world's population has a mobile phone? That makes sense. That's an awful lot of fucking mobile phones though, buddy. The good thing is that there's definitely no pollution involved in the manufacture of them. And laborers, mostly in China, are not exposed to toxic materials when manufacturing them. Yeah. So so it's it's a net good. Yeah. Did you know that keeping your phone charged, if you charge it fully every single day, it only uses 25 cents worth of electricity every year. Every year? Mm -hmm. That's not very much at all. No. I was, was, like I said, I walk around a lot, right? Yes. And of course, if I'm going to walk somewhere and I'm walking around for two or three hours, I'm going to use my phone while I'm out, Mm -hmm. right? And so I'm walking along and I'm listening to my headphones and I'm on a sidewalk of a street with like no traffic, right? Some guy in a lawnmower starts yelling at me and I was like, shit, what's up? And I pull my earphone out and he's like, hey, that's like chewing gum and patting your tummy. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he goes, you're walking and you're on your phone. And I was like, the fuck do you mean? (laughs) And he's like, that's like chewing gum and patting your tummy. And I said, is that hard for you? (laughs) This man's out here trying to burn me. It's a nice day. Yeah, I'm on my phone, motherfucker. (laughs) I got shit to tweet. Get out my fucking way, bitch. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. (laughs) Tweeting used to be like, oh, tweeting, that's fun. Everybody's having fun. It 2019. <laughs> it's not cool. It's like sending notes in jail. <laughs> not fun anymore. Throwing you out know- kites on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Hope the right guy picks this up and the wrong guy doesn't get canceled slash stabbed, depending on whether you're in jail or Twitter. <laughs> Here's something important. You're on your phone right now. Go to iTunes. Give Garbage Brain University a five-star rating. And the reason we're specifically asking you to do this is because it enables other people who don't even know who we are, enables them to find our podcast and listen to it. Maybe they'll like it. And then if you're a subscriber, you can leave comments and you can talk to other subscribers and you might find your soulmate. Oh, what then? You hop on and you leave a comment. Somebody else leaves a comment and, you know, you have something in common already. It's true. It's a meat market, really, that iTunes comments. (laughs) (laughs) So next time someone says, what's your favorite podcast? You say, oh, you know, I already told you before already, but it's got refrain. We'll talk to you again next time. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.